This is Scott Johnson, artist of Extra Life at MyExtraLife.com. And you're listening to Versus the World Radio. Versus the World Productions. What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now... On with the show! For Sunday, the 29th of July, 2012, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I am Dexa. And I'm Grail. Welcome to our little corner of the interwebs. Correction. Hardcore. This is Hardcore. This is hardcore again, isn't it? This is hardcore. Welcome to Hardcore. That's right. Live on vtwproductions.com. I'm your host, the man uh, with the epic nipples. Yes, indeed. Um, (laughs) We too are hosts. That's all that qualifies? I'm not allowed to talk about your nipples. (laughs) Jeez. That that would be creepy. What? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. uh, I believe... Gwenora is off uh, serving the country, and Iolite is somewhere on the road between Las Vegas and Phoenix, returning from DEFCON. If previous years are anything to judge by, she should be oozing through the door in a semi-liquid state any time later today. Hmm. All right. Yeah, the parties at DEFCON, fairly legendary, and you can deal with them less and less the older you get. Uh, and she's still expected to attend these things. Damn. You're calling Naya old. <sighs> I'm going to tell. It's been recorded and broadcast. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you that would require funny. That would require her to actually listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Talk amongst Thank yourselves. you. You beat me on that one. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. <laughs> Truthfully, I, I, I feel like I'm the only one who ever listens to the podcasts that I, you're, I'm not in. You're wrong. Do you listen to them? You're always in them. 
I've been listening to pretty much everything on the network lately because I've been testing the now available to everyone mm. iOS versus the world app. I did just download that. You are a stud. But where's the iPad version? They don't offer that development kit on the tool that ah, I use okay. yet. Cool. They, so that's forthcoming then, huh? They claim at some point they will offer the conversion kit to... I mean, it works well enough. It's just in the undersized mode. It's um, in the teeny form. Yeah, it does yeah. It, it, it does support rotation. Let me interrupt real quick. We're getting reports on IRC. We are a little bit low. We're a little bit low. A little bit low. Shh. Isn't that a song? I'm a little bit low. A little bit lower. Now. I'm a little bit sad and lonely. <laughs> no. Now my baby's gone away. Just shout. Yeah. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. A little bit softer post. now. A little bit softer. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> had a total Animal House flashback there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Brother D-Day, Brother Bluto, what are you doing here? <laughs> and then just the image, the visual joke of John Belushi sitting there in a toga. With the mustard. With the oh, mustard. God. <laughs> <laughs> because if you've ever drank, especially if you ever drank in college, you've hit that point. <laughs> you've been there. Where dumping a thing of mustard on you is seems like a viable thing to do. Seems like a good idea <laughs> yeah. at the time. You're like, huh, yeah, that did just spill all over me. All right. Gravity still, still works. works. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. And actually, the Woodstock 4.0, uh-huh. they, their beginning bit was Adam Savage on stage with an acoustic guitar. I gave my love a cherry that had no stone. Will Wheaton comes out, smashes the guitar to hell, and hands it back to him. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> That's how they found everyone over a certain age. That's in the right. Audience. Oh, I think that that movie is timeless. It's also single-handedly responsible for reviving the Greek fraternity system right. in the in the United States. Before that movie, it was really kind of on its way out. Yeah. And then it is no, it's come back and has never gone away right. since then. Because everybody said, oh, That's wait. what it's about. I, I can do that for four years. <laughs> <laughs> Hedonism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, a shout out to uh, fellow uh, Harry Whiteman on the video wall. Or oh, <laughs> I'm like you're oh, looking like, outside what? the window. I don't see <laughs> any no. Harry Whiteman out there. <laughs> that would be um, a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Though I haven't had the occasion of Barry Wonder. We by have roadies. <laughs> Dude. Oh, boy. Yeah, but they're not as sexy as our seal. But anyway. No, that's true. This is indeed so, so power, brother. Moving on. Okay. Speaking of Versi, I need a massage. Okay. <laughs> I don't quite follow you on that segue. Um, but let me play the appropriate drop in first. Tangents are kind of a big deal. <laughs> So what about that tangent into from Ursa Hill? No, did you see the picture where he was giving the little teddy bear a massage? No, I have not seen that. Oh, it's that. so cute. I see. It's posted on VTW. You should go see it. Though I've just, I've been listening to Year One, which was one of the books that was actually promoted at Wootstock. Okay. It's read by John Hodgman. Okay. The, the I'm a PC guy also right. from Daily, from Daily Show, Show. All yeah. over the place. Uh-huh. Comedy. Um, and they've just reached a place where our main human character has been forced to kill an, a group of aliens that were come to assassinate them, and they were all photophobes. So they, they darkened the room where they were going to attack, and they were scrabbling over them, and they, were, they didn't really feel good about the job they were sent to do, and, but our, our hero had a lighter in his pocket and flicked the lighter, uh-huh. and 
basically killed them all with the burst of photons, and then the lights come back up, and they all look like teddy bears. <laughs> Clutching blankets. Aww. <laughs> it's just slaughtered about 18 adorable teddy assassin bears. teddy bears. Aww. It's like, Aww. I have no idea how to feel about this. <laughs> So when you said teddy bears, just and that's where my brain went. Oh, assassin teddy. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sad. <laughs> Maybe that was one of the ones that was getting a massage. See, it was all better. Oh, or she made it all better. But they're all dead now. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you can massage dead. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Aspirin, yeah, Maybe he's got magic hands. Ursa <laughs> Heel cannot bring a hooker back from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they hookers? <laughs> You've obviously never listened to David Tell. No. <laughs> he's, doing, he's, doing, he's doing a stand-up bit about how great aspirin is, talking about hangovers and things. Lots of things aspirin will do, but aspirin will not bring a hooker back from the dead. Right. Speaking from experience. Okay, then. Okay. Anyway. Uh-huh. Welcome to the tangent section yeah. of Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio. With hookers and teddy bears. Yes. I spent mine on hookers and blow. Exactly. <laughs> Still <laughs> the best. Co- I spent my reward on Ale of Horrors. Yeah. <laughs> Bin win bronze bottom. Oh, yeah. Plus 13 Hackmaster. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Knights of the Round yeah. or Square Table, I should say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. If you're joining us live, and you should be, please hop on the newly restored video wall, which is quite well populated today. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the interestingly uh, festooned. Uh, oh yes, uh, by the way, Pusar, I see what you're showing there, and I did look in on the mead this morning. <gasps> it ah, is a mead. gorgeous uh, amber color. It's all clarified, pretty much ready for... I think I'm going to keg it um, so we can keep it out in the fridge and, and serve it through the spigot. Not going to pressurize it so much that it actually carbonates, right. but just have to force the, the fluid out so we'll have ah. yeah, of course. Easy, easy service. <laughs> Basically, just put my mouth under the tap. No, no. Ah. <laughs> Possibly. But I was going to say, you should remember in the future to start bringing your growler with you. Oh, yeah. Now Do everyone, everyone I thought I, I gave thought that we returned back. it. Now, everyone in the EU just burst out laughing at us because we said growler, growler. on the yeah. air again. Um, <laughs> well, wasn't that like? Make sure you bring your growler, honey. That was like genitalia, <laughs> right? For like uh, lady bits, yes. Right, right. Maybe I like colors. You guys talk about growlers. Okay. No, I think we gave it back to him. We have to I buy our own we growler. Did, yeah. We should have a growler. We should have a growler. We had enough breweries around here. We could buy a growler filled with something and then bring it over. And then here you can empty need. it. And yeah. And we can fill yeah. it with mead. You can't buy an empty growler. That would defeat the purpose. <laughs> the growler would. <laughs> The growler needs to be filled. The growler needs to be filled. Okay, sounds like a plan. But um, bump. No, but yeah, I can't wait to taste the meat. I'm so excited. I know that should be good. That's gonna be awesome. So he was mentioning books. I'm almost done with Damon, which our friend Intrep recommended. Also, I believe it was true. One of our listeners had recommended, and it's been really good. Like, imagine a homicidal kind of control freak maniac who developed video games made a bid to take over the world and after he died left an automated system to kind of turn the world now it's almost turning it into a video game it's really so it's turning the uh, the real world into a video game except it's like people are doing real actions so like when you take somebody out in said video game you are taking them out in real life wow so that indeed was Iolite she has just cleared the uh, outer border of Vegas, heading towards Hoover Dam, and was remembering, oh yeah, just like last year, 
there's a lot of people that went to DEF CON. Yeah. And they're all leaving at the same time. Yeah. Luckily, the Hoover Dam is the new now bypasses. much faster. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Kudos to whatever Corps of Engineers right. was responsible for that one, because right. damn, it is so much better than it once was. Still, but yes. 10 hundred million nerds all leaving at the same time heading towards Arizona. Nerds. 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 <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. What was the other one that you just finished reading? Oh, uh, Ready Player One. Ready Player talked, One. I yeah. want to. I want to read that, that one's one too. really good and it's really fast. It's a like you can bang it out really quickly. Yeah. Year Zero. Pretty interesting good. concept. Okay. It's it is a very thinly veiled uh, finger at the RIAA MPAA. It's basically. The premise of the book, this is not giving any spoilers, sure. this is all from the first paragraphs. <laughs> the rest of the universe sucks at music. Okay. Apparently that is the, the thing that humanity brings to the universal table is music like none other. Basically, when they first heard our transmission, there was a mass die-off of races that heard our music because their brains just could not handle it. Our and, music? Yes. <laughs> what were they playing? They're just, they never developed the way we did something about... ABBA. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, it was the theme to Welcome Back, Cotter. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> that was referred to in the book by the alien races as the Cotter moment. The Cotter moment? Yep. Okay. <laughs> the Cotter seizure. <laughs> and because we're not mature as a species, we're not allowed to really apply for... Because the majority of species wipe themselves out. So you have to, of course, improve yourself before they will come contact you. So, but they had to build the Townsend line, a huge spherical force field around our system because there was a mass migration of fans of the Who who were trying to come <laughs> to a concert and they had to keep everybody out. So the Townsend, Pete Townsend oh line. Oh my gosh. Everybody <laughs> out. Um, but due to the way this, this you know, billions of year old civilization is structured, when someone comes in and joins, the laws of the planet of origin govern all the products of that planet of origin. Okay. So this is the rest of the galaxy realizing, oh, we owe them all the wealth in the universe from the beginning of time to the end of time because of the $150,000 per track rule that the United States has in place. Wow. Because that was the Copyright Damages Improvement Act at the end of the 90s that basically said... Up to $150,000 per, per sharing. And that's on the books in the U.S., which is what this book is all about. The, the absurdity of our <laughs> This book system. sounds like, <laughs> like a right-wing plan to get out of debt. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got that far in it, but... We just is. need aliens to download our music, <laughs> and we are solved. <laughs> so far, so there's the basic premise of the book. Is our, our one, and of course, the our main character is a lawyer from who works for the music companies. Gotcha. Been contacted by the agency. We'd like to try and work out a licensing agreement with you guys. Oh my god, it's awesome! Wow. We all you discover later. They've also copied things like reality TV from us. Oh wow! Yeah, all, all wow, all the good stuff. Yeah. Thing. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, enlightening so, the universe. <laughs> year one zero. Snooky at a time. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> Just searched uh, the uh, internet for the book title Year Zero. The prologue gotcha. is available for free online. Uh, so far, I'm probably about a little more of a core way through it. And I mean, John Hodgman brings, yeah. brings mm -hmm. a lot to the table yeah, as I'm well. Sure, right. I'm sure. 
Uh, so we're almost uh, you know halfway through our first yeah. segment here, and we, we should have- probably say hey to the IRC and that guy with the beard in the IRC. No, he hasn't really been working all that hard, yeah, so I, I don't know if he needs to mention. Text, so. Work it, work it, work <laughs> it, work it. What do you mean? Oh, okay. He did mention we went on the air, though, so I guess we can mention him for that. <laughs> fine. <laughs> all right. Fine. Actually, he said the quote earlier Barry VA is outside the window. <gasps> ah. uh, Without oh. Reginald. Ah! That would be <laughs> horrific. What would be more horrific if Reginald were there without Barry? <laughs> a, a disembodied hovering <laughs> beard. Beard. Hmm. Hmm. With, with shades. <laughs> wow. But anyway, if you're joining us live, and you should be, in the Internet Relay Chat, you will find our producer, nay, IRC rep, the one and only Barry Vaughn. Awesome. Barry White, save my life. I don't know why that one drop in is so much wow. louder than the others, because I did this one earlier. Silence! And you didn't blow your ears no. off, or... That one this one should be right at home Because it's very white. Have you noticed that when that comes on, we all start swaying? I <laughs> don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Now, I know that that sequel is in production, but he has yes. another movie that they're advertising right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Playing a senator. The candidate, or the candidate, yeah. The race, or something, yeah. Where Jack or Zach Galifianakis right. is, his, is the other is his antagonist. Right. This guy's used to running unopposed. Yeah, and there's nobody throws his hat in the ring. But the whole bit they have in the commercial where he's going to punch Zach in the face, uh-huh. and Zach dodges, and you, you see him heading straight for a baby. <laughs> and oh. just as the fist is about to connect, it cuts to his advisors. <gasps> he just punched a baby. <laughs> 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 you get so. shot in the leg with that crossbow. Like, this hurts so much. <laughs> I mean, I love Will Ferrell. I love the stuff he does. So even though it's silly and stupid, it still cracks me up. Was the <laughs> I'm being shown the picture of Ursa Hill massaging the teddy bear. Oh, like the teddy's outfit, huh? <laughs> Why is that a BDSM teddy bear? Oh. Well, that's what Teddy Bear needed a massage at okay. the time. He doesn't discriminate. <laughs> it reminds me of the Snuggle Bear from uh, Oh, oh yeah. Adult, oh, adult, what is oh. That? Robot Chicken. Yep. <laughs> so soft. It's so soft. It feels so good. <laughs> oh, okay. So clean yourself off. Right. <laughs> there you are. Good as new. Yeah. It gives him a dryer sheet. <laughs> That was awesome. That was so oh. horrifyingly bad. Yeah, mm. Robot Chicken must see. For anybody that doesn't get that joke, go watch Robot Chicken till you get to that one. Well, have you seen the things <laughs> uh, Seth Green carries around with him at conventions now? No. And it's basically, it's a pre-pad that he can, he can mark off and sign uh-huh. that he gives out in lieu of signatures. Yeah. And it basically says, I ran into annoyed, chased after Seth Green at this con- connection, <laughs> and he was a total dick to me, was really nice, uh, pretended I wasn't there. And basically, he just ha- checks him off and hands them to people as they <laughs> write nice. That's cool. But it's like the official, it's the now much sought after sure. thing you can get from right, Seth Green. Right, right. Ah. And he totally ignored me, man. He it totally was awesome. Me. It was great. He just threw a paper at me, yep. my <laughs> face. <laughs> he is clearly one of us. Yeah, that's oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So... Buttons. 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 Oh, right. So buttons. buttons. That we have buttons. See, that was a total accidental segue. Why were you thinking buttons? So, yes. what, what do you sew? I sew buttons. Oh, oh you sew buttons. I could, have, I could have said hem. No, no. Seam. Speak, speaking. Dart, darts. No, um, darts. Who, no, who does darts? People who are shaped strangely. <laughs> 
how you deal with it. I guess. And the fact that I know that should disturb you. <laughs> That's mm. really sad, actually. Eat me. I used to sell sewing machines, okay? I know what a serger is. Moving on. You used to sell sewing machines? Yeah. When wow. I was working my way through college, I, one of my jobs for Sears Roebuck and Company was working in a smaller store. So they had kludged together these two different divisions, Division 3 and Division 20. Division 3, electronics, telecommunications, and computers. <laughs> Division 20, vacuum cleaners and sewing machines. Obviously. Awesome. <laughs> so I had to mentally gear shift between selling 386s Oh, man. And canister racks. <laughs> <laughs> it probably kept my brain more active than it might have otherwise been while in college. So, wow. yeah, that was an interesting time, to say the least. So, yeah, oh, man. I know how to, to thread and operate a, a four-thread serger. Interesting. Those things are scary, too. I mean, freaking high speed. I know. With knives and stuff. Like, keep my hands the hell away from that thing. Yeah. Well, my, my mother has an industrial one because um, her and my dad used to own a boot shop, so they make boots, so it oh, has so it can handle, leather. It can handle leather. Yeah. Keep your extremities right. the hell away, away from that, that exactly. thing. That is just an industrial accident waiting to happen. Yeah, my boss actually does a lot of sewing and embroidery and stuff, and she's like was telling me about the fact that there's guilds for this. Like, they actually have guilds of people that sew together, and I'm like, like you go, school do guilds? you go on quests? Do you have? <laughs> I mean, what is this all? I keep telling. Do you have a tabard that you put up? Or well, they can certainly make one. <laughs> They're closely affiliated with the embroidery guild. Yeah. That's right, That's exactly. Cool. Or do, the, do they fight wars against each other? No, embroidery. Huzzah. <laughs> Adam, the police officer said you need to drink more. <laughs> Damn Next skippy. break. Next yep. break. Five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> no, but the reason I said buttons is because I wasn't here last week to announce the winner of the Daxa oh, Pax button. She has chosen. I have chosen. So the winner is I lost my shoe, by the way. There wasn't a lot of entries. But this was a really good entry. And it's actually the same person who made Grail's button. I didn't we have had, a contest for we, mine. We had him make <laughs> Grail's button, and Grail's button looks really cool. So mine is, what did we end up calling it? The Accentor? Accentor. And it causes foes to fight each other with accents, which makes me fall in love with them. Yes. <laughs> or a plasmid. It's a plasmid. And um, so, yeah, I Lost My Shoe will be sending you your $25 Amazon gift certificate. Thank you so much for p posting that. Awesome and we'll sauce. also send you a button once I uh, once get them in. made. Yeah. I also have some uh, swag from uh, Nerdtacular that mm -hmm. you're oh. welcome to raid and include in that. Uh, sweet. All right. Cool. In that little sweet little package. But anyways, it's really cool. Um, we'll post it up. I'll try to get... Uh, picture over to Barry. Actually, mine is on the forums, so Barry can get get it from the forums, and then I'll get him a picture of Grails because Grails is really cute because it's a guy. It's like a French guy with no pants. It's super yeah. cute. Excellent. So. But thank you guys so much for everything. Good entries, um, and thank you. I lost my shoe for the awesome button. I lost my shoe. Yeah. I lost my shoe. So. I didn't finish uh, earlier talking about the iOS app. So thank you, sure. number one, to all the people who volunteered to beta test it. And go ahead and convert the beta to the real deal. You can get it off of the uh, regular app store. I believe it should be available internationally. I've heard no complaints. The thread on the general forums has been put up to solicit suggestions for modifications and updates to it, which should be easier to get approved, though not always, apparently. Um, if you want the tabs rearranged, if you have an idea of something we could put onto a tab, anything that is fed by an RSS feed is really easy to incorporate into this particular tool. And also any simple HTML 
like the the player page that's the front page of the app is just a simple re-rendering of our web page in baby mode hmm. so suggestions are welcomed also want to thank the people who so far have volunteered to mess around with the android version of this need more because of the fragmentation on that side of the wall and as many devices and versions of uh, Android as possible to let you guys play with this so I can figure out where... Basically, it's mainly the live player that's become a thorn in my side mm. of trying to get some kind of solution that works reliably across uh, most platforms. So if you have an Android device, be it a tablet or a phone, please send me an email to gnomewise at vtwproductions.com or post on the forums and or send me a PM in the forums and I will get you hooked up with the app downloader. Please and thank you. Cool. Please and thank you. What? Try to be nice. <laughs> yeah. The iOS one's out there. I want to get the Android out there as quickly as possible. It's just oh. a matter of I want to get one out there that actually you works. Know, works. Kind of sort of works. That'd be kind of cool. And I only have the Nexus one to test it on. So right. my, my abilities are limited. <sighs> yeah. On the upside... Um, after spending the money on becoming an Apple developer, which you have to be to publish these things, right. uh, I found the unexpected bonus was I can now play with the iOS 6 beta on my nice. various iOS devices. So I uh, got that loaded yesterday, started playing around with the uh, cloud-based mm -hmm. uh, Safari. They've got, uh, what else? The cloud tabs. You can set it up if you use Safari on all your various devices, whatever tabs you leave open on one machine. Oh. Are open on all of them. Ah, clever. So they're taking a page from Google's book where they've done much the same thing. If you sign into Chrome across right. all your different platforms, your things follow you around. Oh, okay. Apple's just leveraging that. Like, well, we've already got you on the cloud, so maybe you want to put Safari on your desktop or maybe your MacBook or maybe whatever. So I haven't had a chance to really play with it all that much, um, but it was kind of an unexpected side bonus of becoming an iOS dev. Cool. Yeehaw. Sounds nice. What? I don't know if that'll work so well for us since we share one account. Yeah, <laughs> be like, unfortunately. What's all this pin interest stuff? Yeah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Grail, really? I know. Lots of pin interest. Antler porn? Really? Yeah, I know. I mean, the animal porn will have to. Real, rule 34 and all move I to know, my phone. <laughs> Android based. Okay, Android. I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> iOS is going to follow you. I know. <laughs> There is Noah's game. Uh. No. All right. That neatly brings us to our first break. You're listening to Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Now, I'm pretty sure we utterly failed to come up with a call-in topic ahead yeah. of time. Oh, yeah. We did. We um, did. Now, I had the idea of soliciting, you know, what, what would the Dream app have for something like Versus the World Productions? Full forum integration, uh, forum messaging. What you know? What's the I ideal set of, of features you would want to see? Um, Android or iOS tablet or phone, whatever. Like real or fantasy? Sure. <laughs> Instant uh, accent massages <laughs> over the right. interwebs. Um, so feature requests, but then also just kind of open phone for the rest of it. So yeah. whatever you feel like calling in on. Yeah. Um, Except for you, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> to you, I say. Silence! Yeah. And possibly the side of... No! Mean. Moi? Mean. Oh. No. Did you... 
get out to see Dark Knight Rises? Maybe. You did? My wife can't know. Oh! oh. <laughs> That's okay. She doesn't listen to the show. Yeah, exactly. You're safe. <laughs> She's my app beta tester. Okay. She may we're only listening. <laughs> well, we'll cover that quickly next. Then. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not going to spoil anything. It's no, no, no. still no. technically too no spo- soon. No spoilers. But uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. I think we need to talk about it. Yeah. We shall return right after this lovely track from Miss Marion Cole. We'll be back. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions.
Corsetto from Girls with Slingshots, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I hope you have a drink handy. Geeks in a Gaming World. Hmm. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. Geeks in a Gaming World, and I'm actually, you know, maybe a participant. Oh my god! <gasps> no! I've managed to piece together a working gaming rig. Yay! It is all. Installed in its 64-bit glory. If you build it, patched. games will come. Oh, it's busily. <laughs> Steam is busily working up uh, a sweat. Oh yeah, bringing down stuff to it. And cool. I was telling you earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I installed uh, Old Republic just kind of as a, a graphical test, and you know, step one, I logged into their system and canceled my sub, and right. then said, so, "Oh, I got through the 23rd of August." So I popped in, and I left my character logged out on Alderaan. Did a who? One character on Alderaan. <laughs> <laughs> wow, guys. <laughs> really? Uh, kind of drops the first two M's of MMO. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm online. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's an O. Uh, that yeah. and then the frequent uh, comments from the system saying, hey, we sent you the free server transfer yeah. token and... If you don't use it by the 30th, we're going to send you wherever the hell we want to send you. So you might want to take advantage of that to get the rewards. Like, wow, server consolidation. Yeah. Damn. You go now. You go now. <laughs> You've been here 15 You've been hours. here for hour. <laughs> oh, my. Well, shoot. See, one of the articles I put on there was more in honor of Gwenora. However, he's not here. But they, MechWarrior Online held their community event where mm-hmm. they actually showed off the game, let people play it, did some tournaments around it. Um, the link in our notes is actually to a video review. It's about an hour long. I suggest starting about the half hour mark because then you actually see some gameplay going on. Mm-hmm. The first part is the, I think, NVIDIA guy doing the opening, and he is so bad. It's it's kind of funny to watch the first couple so of minutes. So bad, it's good. Just but... because he's like, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm an old school player. I played Mech Warriors all the time. I, I, Mech, Mech, Warriors. Mech Warriors 2 was my favorite. I'm like... Oh, oh, dear God. <laughs> Stop trying. He's like, we got some super awesome <laughs> tournaments. I was like, oh, stop trying to relate, dude. You're like 48. Stop. <laughs> Just stop. He can be 48. He and, can be 48. And, and those things could be true. He was like. If it wasn't so transparently not true about him. Corporate tool. Yes. Oh. It was very sad. But the gameplay itself looked pretty good. Um you know, it's it's Mech Warrior, so you're still running around, but really good motion on the mechs. Um, they had a nice level that was all in like a snowstorm, like nice. a burnt out city with a uh, big wreckage of a drop ship. And there was, so the snow was happening, it was visual effects, so it limited your visibility, uh, the lasers and explosion, everything looked good. So I'm, I'm kind of excited for it. Yeah, that's one of, my, one of my favorite console games was um, Mech Assault. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was, you know, was one of the early fun ones on the Xbox. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they, they worked the wrinkles out of the online play over time. Right. Um, but it was really a good arcadeized yeah. version of it. Yeah. Um, so I, I think with big, big honking right. uh, particle projection cannons is, is okay in my book. Well, I'm excited for that. I mean, everything from MechWarrior Tactics, which is the tabletop version of it online, of course, mm-hmm. Um Looks really good as well, so it's kind of a nice resurgence of 
big hunk and big hunk of robots, whatever you want to, you know, step back and do it more tactically, or if you actually want to be the pilot. As a momentary tangent mm-hmm. uh, to the big hunk and robot, yeah. Have you seen any of the stuff on Guillermo del Toro's next movie, Pacific Rim? Mm-hmm. No. It is Godzilla style monsters yeah. meets giant robot defenders. Oh, okay. So we're talking about a scale of giant robot much larger than Mech Warrior. Sure. Because we're talking about the skyscraper right. tall kaiju style monsters. Yeah. So I guess the basic plot is humanity through stupidity creates the monsters. <laughs> Of course. Monsters decimate Earth, and humanity is now defending their last outposts ah. with these giant hawking robots. robots. The, one of the caveats is it is, has to be piloted by two people. Okay. Ooh. Basically, left hemisphere of the brain, right hemisphere of the oh. brain. Because it overloads your central nervous system if you try and do it solo. Gotcha. So you basically you, you create a shared memory of the actions while you're out piloting together. Oh. Um, so one of those scenes or one of the you know, crises in the movie is where one of the pilots gets knocked out. Ah. And our, our hero you know, has to solo pilot the mech right. back to safety Obviously, or something like that. Yeah. But the stuff that apparently was shown off at Comic-Con, which has absolutely not made it onto the internet... They've managed to keep oh, it wow. locked down. But the reports and people are like, I did that, I did that, I did that. this cannot <laughs> come quickly enough. Um, so anyone apparently who's a fan of you know Godzilla and Giant Hork and anime-style robots, this is apparently right in their sweet spot. And there's there's some promotional photos you can find out there that are they're teasing at the, the awesomeness. Hmm. Gotcha. Excellent. Very cool. So keep your eye out for Pacific Rim. Okay. End of tangent. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of end of the MechWare Online. If it's something you're interested in, the video they have is pretty good. It's it's worth taking a look at, seeing the gameplay. Yes, but I mean, it is that MechWarrior yeah. three feeling. Of, yeah, because MechWarrior three was or MechWarrior four, excuse me, four. Yeah, was you know kind of the arrival of this is what we were always waiting for. In yeah, MechWarrior it was very game. pretty, well done graphically. Other than no more blocks, a wraparound, you know, 360 yeah. screen and a full set of controls. Pedals, I don't know what yeah. more you would want from a game like that. I don't know. I mean, they could. I know Merc- the MechWarrior Mercenaries when they came out with that, that one really opened up a little bit more of the role playing aspects to right. it because you had mech modifications, you had leveling up, that type of stuff. So I think that's a good piece because MechWarrior was a role playing game. Also, I mean, there is that outlet to leveling your pilot up and such. Um, but no, overall, it looks good and it'll be fun. It's online. I'll be so, there. Hey. Um, let's see. They have a. A preview on PC Gamer about the War Z, which oh, right. leads into yeah. what I downloaded Arma 2 and I mentioned I got the Daisy mod, so I decided to start playing it. So I finally got it all set up. It takes a little bit, and it's not tweaking. Yeah, you, there's mm-hmm. a, there's some really good sites well, it's, out it's there. It's a full conversion. It's right? a full conversion. So you have to, and especially working with Steam, you have to go through a few steps to get it to work. But once I got it launched, it launches fine. Got in there. Uh, ended up on a beach, started running, kind of <laughs> finally ran. There's a lot of running involved. Okay. You're kind of running along. And but like, what do you start with? you got to tell Oh, me. I had my, uh, let's see, I have a flashlight. You have a band, two bandages or one bandage, and I think that's it. 
a couple bandages of flashlight. <laughs> okay. So, uh-huh. and you have like all these weird controls that you have to kind of set up and play with. So I started running, 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 and then eventually I saw a town. So I was running towards it and kind of trying to figure out how I do things. And I saw another survivor running and I was like, oh, cool. It's another survivor. I wonder if he's going to hold me up or what's going to happen here. And then Aridin, my son, goes, no, that's a zombie. And the zombie came over and killed me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> that was fun. So, I try- so after a few more tries, I've actually gotten to the point where I've lived for maybe, I don't know, 20 minutes. <laughs> so a bit of a learning curve? Bit of a learning curve. Bit of a like trying to figure out exactly what you're supposed to do because – if you the zombies see you, you're you got a lot of running. Then you are hauling butt and trying to get away from them. Now are these Romero zombies or are these they're, twenty-eight days later? A zombies? lot of times they're Romero zombies until they notice you, and then they turn into twenty-eight oh, day great. zombies. <laughs> so they kind of want like when you're sneaking by them, they're going the slow. But if they see you, it's like and you're like, oh my god! You stand up and you just start hauling. So and you said they were a little slower than you, but a little bit slower. But they they keep up pretty well. And you have to and you know it takes in the things like if you're going uphill, you slow down. So you have to kind of plan where you're running. But eventually they do kind of break off from you. But they they can be a little bit tenacious. Just a moment to address the video while uh, Pusar, that's extremely sexy. I can't see the video. Glass of it's a glass of mead. Yes. Oh, cool. <laughs> Sexy music. Oh, right. So the uh, War Z, which is a game that was announced like right after this came out, and apparently from the developer has been in development now or like planning for a year or so, Mm -hmm. is basically the same take on this, except they have very ambitious goals to doing things like making it, I don't know, accessible, having servers that allow for 100 people on them, um, dealing with like uh, some of the just more role-playing as, as aspects where you'd actually level up, you'd have abilities. Still a sandbox world. Um, firefights that are more in line with like Battlefield 3 than the Arma model, which is basically brutal. <laughs> so, and also like melee weapons being put in as well. So it's an interesting read. Uh, again, even the editor or the, the interviewer for PC Gamer kind of goes in like, this is a lot of stuff they've put out and we have seen nothing. So I'm a little you know, skeptical, Suspicious. but we'll see. So that's an interesting take because zombie games are always fun. So um, Now, on a previous show, we had talked in passing about the Ooyah. Ooh-yah. 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 Ooh-yah is the Kickstarter-promoted open-source gaming rig. So Android-based, um, 99 bucks gets you a game console. Oh, right, yes. And big announcement in that realm, they have partnered with OnLive. Yes. So it will, in addition to playing whatever App Store-delivered Ooh-yah games, right. it will also be able to access the existing, not unimpressive, OnLive catalog. Right. So to me, that's a huge boost to the viability because even if every single Android-based game for it developed sucks, sucks or doesn't happen, <laughs> it still will be for ninety-nine bucks. Will be a fine on live front end. Mm-hmm. So it's even less risky to purchase now than it was before. So I'm like, uh, pretty good move. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised on live went for it because they sell their own hardware, right? But I'm assuming they look at their business model and say, "Well, we're really about the subscription." Yeah. So they don't really care how you access on live, as long as you're accessing on live stuff. Right. As long as you're buying, yeah, their content is their revenue stream. Right. So, so from that perspective, kind of a no-brainer. Yeah. Basically, they, they said, "Let us see the hardware. Let's make sure it gives a good representation and a good gaming experience for our product." 
Yes, it does. Okay, here's the API. Sign us up. Yeah. No, I mean, it's one of those, like, I was talking to a friend. He's like, oh, I'm not sure about the viability if they're going to get the developers to actually produce stuff on it. It's like, their Kickstarter has 12 days to go and has over $5 million yeah. raised. They they may not, whether or not they have viability, they have definitely an interest. And because they have so much interest, people are going to develop for it. Well, this is the the beautiful thing about Kickstarter. And I hope it doesn't get destroyed by scams. And I hope it, it remains because it allows us to pre-vote with our money. Yes. Absolutely. Because how many times have we railed against Nielsen rating system to try and figure out 21st century viewing patterns? We can say, no, no. We'll tell you exactly what, you, what we want from you with our cash. Right, right. And we will be a lot more likely to get exactly what we want with this model of paying up front. I'm just hoping that the, the we're now in... The kind of the honeymoon period of Kickstarter, right? We got to wait for the first deliverables from all these big, high-profile mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we've seen things like Wastelands put up their first screenshots of development right. now that they have for it. Um, Harebrain Schemes has been pretty active in the Shadowrun, giving updates as to where they're at, um, showing the first couple screenshots. Um, Shadowrun Online even has a Kickstarter now mm-hmm. going on, which yeah, they basically announced their looking to follow a free-to-play model um, or possibly a Guild Wars 2-esque model where it'll be online, you pay one time, and then content from there is is included. So it's interesting. I mean, there, there's a lot of stuff happening on there. Obviously, Penny Arcade's doing their Kickstarter. Right. Well, we talked about that. They're yeah. very interesting, and, and they've gotten at least enough to take away the banner ad from there right. mm-hmm. for one year. So it's, so it's, yeah, it's good. I just want I'm hoping that this continues yeah. and that, that this actually becomes the way of things. Yeah. Well, there's a uh, picture running around the internet that's got, it's a picture of a check and it's to Joss mm-hmm. and it says, you know, for millions of dollars and then it says for anything from everybody. Yeah. So that kind of lets you know that hopefully if the gurus, the people we really love, like Joss and, and all these other producers of games mm-hmm. and, and movies, if we get enough people like us behind them, mm-hmm. we get better content that we love. And hopefully... That lasts it, longer That also. lasts longer, yeah. absolutely. Because, I mean, the thing that I've, I've been watching over the years is the audience becoming more and more fragmented. It used to mm-hmm. be, you know, when we were growing up in the 70s and 80s, you had... ABC, NBC, CBS. And what they put on was what we got. <laughs> yeah. We we had Fox and Fox was awesome back then yes, because it was Fox, very, Fox was came awesome later. Back then. Well, Fox yeah. was late 80s. That was the late 80s? Yeah. I thought it was earlier than that cuz I remember Fox which was in Chicago Channel 32 and then they had like Channel 50 and Channel 66. They may have been regional. Maybe then, a regional they didn't one go for national. Us. I definitely didn't okay. have those. So in New York. I think we had them in regional cuz that was like they did like Samurai Sunday where they'd play 2 hours of kung fu movies and stuff. Yeah. It was incredible. I mean cable TV started to come in there and we started right. getting networks like MTV. And, right, right. Mm-hmm. But really it was they were trying to write for the least common denominator. They went writing for the entire nation. Mm-hmm. Well, just with just cable television and digital satellite, they've already cut up into so many channels they can deliver to narrower and narrower areas of interest. So yeah. we have stations like Velocity, sure. all about cars and things that go fast, and mm-hmm. they've got you know, all the various ESPNs, right. except for down to the, you know, here's just Major League Baseball, and here's just NHL. I want the Ocho. 
The Ocho. <laughs> Play dodgeball. But anyway, even I know that one. Yep. Dodge your wrench. <laughs> I want the squirrel on the jet ski. Oh, yeah, that, that was, was awesome. awesome. I would watch that 24-7 if they put squirrels on little water skis. So even, even with just cable TV, they were already able to deliver sure. to focus. Now you have the freaking internet. Right. I mean, why we don't have the underwater basket weaving channel already, I don't know. Maybe we do, and I just haven't run into it yet because it's not my area it's of interest. It's probably on YouTube somewhere. It's yeah. a subscriber channel. We're looking at, I mean, we're seeing the first pictures of Michael Sarah standing on the under construction set of the new Arrested Development that's right. being yeah. created just by Netflix. Yeah. So I'm very hopeful that this will continue to be the way. Yeah. And... You know, everyone says, oh, bring back Firefly. It's like, sorry, you know, the, the actors have moved on, basically. Right. But they could certainly do an animated series. Nothing saying that they couldn't do voice acting. Absolutely. You can still open up the universe again. It's yes. not like it's, it's the universe is gone. You may have to switch out the characters, but you could probably bring them in as cameo. The bizarre, because of the bizarre licensing, I'm, I'm betting that that kind of stuff would be difficult. Because uh, yeah. you know, sign up with the rights to the entire concept when you sell your soul to the big labels. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, which is why I've been watching what Louis C.K. has been doing with such interest. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's right. he's yeah. basically given the finger, okay, I've got my popularity, and my popularity is mine. Right. And so Ticketmaster, screw yeah. you. I will yeah. do small venues that have no contracts with you. And HBO, sorry, guys, I'm going to sell directly to my custom right. to my customers. Five bucks a pop, screw DRM, and oh look, I just made multiple millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, more like that. Yeah. yeah, bring it on. So good on you, ooh yeah, and here's hoping that that uh, you know, becomes a successful model. Because I'm curious to see what someone looking at the ooh yeah, if it's a big big enough success, say, hmm, I have this really cool idea, and see what else someone might come up with. Exactly. Yeah. We well, shall see. All right. So. There's- since we're hardcore and we're getting back to gaming, we actually yeah. got yeah. these weird things called an email. Oh, yeah. Which I was shocked by. Oh, my gosh. So, let's see. Haven't heard you guys read any emails on the show in a while, but I thought I'd give it a go. Anyways, we read them if you send them. Absolutely. I've got another one to read also. Okay. It's very close to my heart. So, this one is from Kevin. Uh, I wanted to share my greatest, worst video game moment. In 1989, I was seven years old and I had my first video game system, the original 8 bit NES. For the life of me, I could not beat the original Super Mario Brothers. I heard at school that one of my classmates had managed, managed to beat the game, so I invited him over one day. <laughs> That's the blossoming of a friendship right there. I yep. <laughs> um, I heard it. Let's see. Uh, it was October 17th, and my mother picked us up and we went over to our house. Pretty quickly, we fired up Mario, and I gave my friend the controller. At 5.04 p.m., he hit the final hammer and dropped Bowser into the pit of fire, and, I had, and he had rescued the princess. We were excited, happy, and started jumping around the room, cheering and yelling. And then the earth started to shake. At first, my mother thought it was just us jumping around making a ruckus, but nope, <laughs> it was the Lorma... Pierta earthquake. So us beating Super Mario Brothers and saving the princess and subsequently jumping up and down caused the great quake of 89. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's great. So let's see. I also wanted to say that Square Enix isn't dead. It's just the main Final Fantasy series that is floundering. The Enix side of the company is still putting out great games, and games that aren't numbered FF from Square can be pretty good as well. Um, I would say they've... To me, the, one of the biggest areas, they keep seeing to be squandering their chances. Yeah. Um, 
Kingdom Hearts was huge for them, and they really have not released another console version of Kingdom Hearts since the PS2 days, yeah. as far as I know. I, I know they've come out with handheld versions of it, but... Those are always kind of like bridge stories. Yeah, they but really... they, keep, uh, they really kind of stick with that, so I don't know. Uh, and really, Square is synonymous with Final Fantasy. If their flagship is doing well, it kind of puts a cloud over their whole company. Well, it certainly takes away a huge influx of resources. Because just the cash right. flow from a successful Final Fantasy game can certainly prop up any number of sure. other developments. So it's, yeah. it's not cool to not have that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The change Blizzard made to the tanks and changing it up from worrying about threat is now moving to a system of what they call active migration. No more spamming of whatever is up to generate maximum threat. Now you have to intelligently manage your resources to avoid getting smashed by the boss by popping higher cost but lower cooldown abilities to avoid dying. From this other email that I was going to read, yeah. this is from Adam uh, Reveroff in WoW. And it sounds to me, the little bit of reading I've done, that they've turned tanks into rogues. So it's basically a combo point system. Mm -hmm. Just finished listening to episode 216. Just want to let you know that the new tanking mechanic in Mists of Pandaria is going to be set on active mitigation. You attack to build resources, combo points, and then spend those resources on defensive abilities. I haven't tried it out yet, but there's plenty that have. Uh, and there's a does the Guardian Tank podcast and videos have great resources, um, and I believe it will help create some better interest in tanking. Uh, that could conceivably bring me back to the game for my probably my last gas because I, I think I've got one more <laughs> dive, one more, into, go. one more go into WoW. I mean, I I took the time to bring my WoW installation over to my mm -hmm. new gaming rig, and I fired it up and went into. I've, I've got the free-to-play account yeah. in there. And I, I logged in last night and created a Dwarf Paladin just to make sure that I could, in everything fact, works. set everything to maximum video and, and have it actually work. That's cool. And I, just, I, I couldn't face actually leveling a new character. Oh, like, God. No. Oh, God. Um, but as far as testing the rig out was concerned, it was kind of fun. To, hey, there's the login yeah. screen. Hey, Deathwing, how you doing, dude? Um, so if... Uh, you know, Panda Express brings a new and different challenge to something like tanking. They might get me back for a while. Well, there you go. I just, I've it's a different look on it. I mean, it's. I think everybody's still trying to figure out what do we do. What do we replace the Trinity with? Because you can't, you can't keep doing new games and say, here you go, your DPS, your healing, your your tank, and tanks all pretty much work. In conjunction, in the same way, your job is to absorb hits, yep. make sure people that aren't getting hit, you know, that that's not happening, and stay alive. And I mean, so, Guild Wars Two has taken the spread it out approach, yes, where everybody does everything. Right. Is that different enough? I don't know. Well, and the only thing I haven't seen, and I only you know played Guild Wars Two for a weekend, but I didn't see anything that was really specific to tanking. Right. Because a lot of it also has to do with the monsters that you fight are trying to hit you. And so you want to get out of the way. It's right. very active. So gotcha. you need right. to, like, so if it shoots a fireball at you, you can roll out of the way of the fireball. Okay, so it's a so, bit more of a Twitch game. Yeah. Yeah. That, see, that's yeah. something that's really been missing from MMOs. Right. Mainly for server lag reasons of you can't program it that way. Yeah. Um, what was that game that just came out that was very active like that? So I think it was Terra. Was that? Sounds right. Yeah, I think Terra, Terra was the one that yeah. just came out. It had that same type of very active fighting to where you really have to be on your toes. And that really, if you have that, it doesn't matter as much about tanking. It's more 
can you 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 have to take care of yourself then you right. can't rely on somebody else to take care of you you need to make sure that you're getting out of the way of the stuff so it becomes very much everybody has to not stand in the fire and the fire's there all the time exactly. <laughs> um, since we're in the gaming segment though now that I've got the gaming rig I'm looking for recommendations from people for mm -hmm. games that are good for someone who's at a place in their life where I am which is not a ton of time to sit for a long period of time in front of the games. So basically, my gaming time is kids get put to bed. I'm fairly tired myself. Yeah. I can squeeze some in before I run out of gas at the end of the day. So with the lovely spread of a nine-year-old and a two-year-old, what the hell were we thinking? And the you know, full-time job and all that fun stuff. So there's, there's a little weekend time. There's mostly evenings after the kids go to bed, mm -hmm. an hour or two. What's... Uh, you know, a fun game that I could jump into and jump out of uh, pretty readily. So send your suggestions to ch at vtwproductions.com or gnomewise at vtwproductions.com. And I'd be very interested in uh, your... St I've got Steam all installed, so if it's a Steam game, great. Send me yeah. recommendations. I'm gnomewise on Steam. And there's a PS3 in the household, a Wii in the household, and a now reasonably capable gaming PC finally available to me. So right. I am very interested in your suggestions for games what fit my rather restrictive like, mm. lifestyle. Bring them on. Feels like my rather restricted lifestyle right Up now. Up high. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've been doing a little bit of Diablo. Right. Um, I finished the second episode of Walking Dead again, so that was awesome. Um, but yeah, yeah I've been... Uh, I'm thinking I may... Pop into Minecraft. Yeah, I know. Ooh, I've been, awesome. We've, to I we've know. toyed with that idea. I've toyed with it, and I, I think that that might be a thing. Hop on we'll the VTW see. server. Yeah. If you hop online and, and uh, Conan O'Brien does the Clueless Gamer right. podcast, and he, does, he did a Clueless Gamer on Minecraft the other day. It's quite, oh, did he? Quite funny. Nice. Mm. Um, let me know if you do, because I'll, I'll hop in there with you. Yeah. yeah. We've toyed with that. We've yeah. thought about it. We've thought about that. Yeah, I got. Got He's got backlog. a billion games I, to play. Yeah. Well, I logged into my Battle.net account and saw that I, at some point I got put into the 2012 StarCraft II beta oh. for, for something or other. That's cool. So Yay. never having purchased StarCraft II, I've got a playable version of it on my machine, and I don't know why. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I've always put myself in the queue for the yeah, various betas, so apparently either there's an open beta of some kind that I'm just not aware of, because mm. it was StarCraft II Arcade, they oh. called it. And it's actually... I don't know. This is basically like Xbox Live Arcade. There's a whole section of downloadable mods and games uh, okay. that are completely unrelated or appear to be unrelated to StarCraft II. Huh. Um, so if anyone could tell me you know, at what point I qualified for... I, I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you um, to the PR person yeah. who sent me the email about Walking Dead because it is amazing. Really, really it good. It is so good. I like, was trying to watch... The premiere episode of Walking Dead off of Netflix the other day. <laughs> that premiere episode's harsh. It's, it's really scary. <laughs> she yeah. can't do it. <laughs> yeah. She like keeps turning it off and pausing. Like, I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> the, the, little, the little kid playing with the doll. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know if that's yeah. a kid or a zombie, babe. I can tell you right now, not even looking at your screen, it's a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a zombie. Yeah. That's what this show is about. Yeah. That's right. So, uh, greatest and worst gaming moments. Uh, greatest oh, right. and Excellent. worst. Um, 
Okay, well, I'll tell you my greatest. I don't know or if I have of, a. I don't know them. if I have a worst. These are one of them. Yeah. Um, the trial of boredom. No, I remember doing that for you. Uh, <laughs> that might be my worst. Actually. That was pretty bad. No, no, actually, the worst is in front of that uh, temple that we went to um, with. Oh my gosh! With Sai, it was the the monk. City of Mist. Yeah, City of Mist. Uh, that was the with worst. With our defective monk. With our monk who went Fane! pulled Fane! the entire pulls the entire city, and everyone's yelling Fane, Fane, because we can see the mob behind him, and he comes right in the middle of the group, and then Fane. <laughs> you just watch this monk after go, uh, <laughs> and just lay down, and <laughs> drop we sandals. have an S-storm around us, and we all die. <laughs> that was awesome. That was probably what, uh, it's definitely memorable, but probably yeah, not as probably fun, because we were good. all screaming yeah. So this was EQ where you unding. And right. And yeah. And this was like way, this was before the days of TeamSpeak. Yeah, and this like was, Ventrilo. we were yelling at We were like typing it out in all caps. Oh, <laughs> I think we may have had like a phone call open yeah. with a couple of people, but it was, yeah, a lot of just yelling <laughs> in our household. Stop, stop that. Oh. So yeah, that was probably right. um, my worst. But I, I would think that the whole experience, the whole Bioshock series was probably my best moment because it had so many little moments that pulled so many different emotions out of me. Would you kindly? Yeah, that especially, yes, that whole would you kindly it thing. But the end also when um they play the video at the end and all the, you know, the gentlemen's obviously dying and all the the girls yeah. are there and some of them are wearing wedding rings so you can tell that they've had a great life and I that whole series I just thought was really really well made and just because of the plethora of emotions that I felt during that whole series, I think I'm that's curious to see what Infinity has for us. Yeah, I'm really yeah. curious. Well, especially after watching their like how they were filming um, some of their dialogue between the two main characters at PAX last year. Yeah, that year. was so good. And they showed the one where like the girl who was voicing the, the the girls on all the trailers. She was like, it was a very emotional scene where she needed to cry, and so she was like telling the other actor like, "Be really mean to me, like pump me up." And yeah. so he was just like laying into just her. laying into her like brutal. And then she like does this scene, and everybody in the audience is just like, "Oh my god," because it was <laughs> so intense. You're and like, then wow. he felt Have you ever doubted that voice actors were actors? Yeah. yeah. And the the poor guy was like, I felt so horrible oh, afterwards. Oh, that's what I needed well, to and do. And it's it's good because if you hear a lot of the voice actors that do video games, especially or even movies, they tell you a lot of times voiceover work, especially for games, is not fun. Like they get their list, they say their lines alone. And in they the alone. They have nobody around, and they don't even see the results of it for years after. Right. Sometimes in this case, it's much more being done organic, where they're with them at the studio, they're doing it together. It's there was at Phoenix Comic Con they had uh, Marina Sirtis, oh, right? Yes. Troy, right? I love her. <laughs> Yeah, she was the one that mentioned like, that. Talk about, well, you know, you did great voice work on the Mass Effect theory yeah. series. The what? Yeah. <laughs> well, you did voice work. I did? Oh, yeah. yeah. Then she went and launched right. into the, you know, on, on how boring that is. That was done yeah. so many years before the yeah. product hits that you, you literally forget what you did because talking into a microphone and just reading lines is not as memorable as acting a scene with yeah. a real person. Exactly. I think So I think that for this Bioshock Infinite, they did it the right way, whereas it'll be memorable not only for, hopefully, us as players, but it'll also be memorable for the voice actors that were mm -hmm. in it. Mm -hmm. And when they go to these cons, they'll be able to talk about it and really engage us the way they did at this last panel. Right. I think that was really neat. Awesome. By All the right. way, Maria, M Marina, she rocks. She is 
awesome. She, I, she was having funny. way I, too much I fun. I have never, I, I never really thought of her that much other than as Counselor Troy until mm-hmm. I saw her at this Comic Con. She's so I, unlike I, that I, character. I'm like in love with that person. She's so mm-hmm. great. She's <laughs> such an unbelievable extrovert. She is. Oh my God, does she know how to work a crowd? Yeah. She does. She's great. And she is. And the whole panel of boys, too. She yeah. knows yeah. how to kind of yeah. own, own them. Yep. Yeah, she owns that. But it was fun. And she's. She's all, all all curvy and 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 womany. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's why they put her in you know, counselor cleavage and yeah, right exactly. counselor cat suit. But I digress. You are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio VTW Productions We build all of our RSS feeds with RSS feed creator from Jitbit Software. Check them out on the web at www.jitbit.com or follow the link from our front page on the left hand side at vtwproductions.com. Here comes a little, this is Aperture, this is Aperture, live on Versus the World Radio. We'll be back after this. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. Subjects usually die Scientism thunder about cyanide That's the 
a drill and you may die But you're not safe in a butcher You are safe Don't you struggle now Don't you want your nice big cake Glados the joy it may fill your room with neurotoxin Should you ever rock it or it turn you into burning mush This is a everybody run You better escape to a much safer place Now dear Charlie's master of the portal gun Everybody help her in VTW Productions 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 Dot com Dot com Dot com Dot com Dot com Versus the World Radio Researched Chaos Casually Harker continues live on Versus the World Radio VTW Productions Dot com Onward and sideward into research chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not in the right place here for... Uh, I got Go. All right. So let's see here. First off, we have Amazon is cracking down on Kindle web browsing. Whisper net abuse. The free, free <laughs> ride is over. <laughs> see what happens when you abuse what you're given... <laughs> yeah, they, they've always, I guess, had in their terms of use a cap on their... Uh, 3G web browsing, okay. but they've never enforced it. Well, the web browser is pretty rudimentary. It is, but people apparently still, people have been using, using it because it? Okay. now suddenly people are saying they're hitting 50 meg uh, limit on it. Ah. And once you've exceeded that, you have Amazon Store, and I think it still said it lets you get to Wikipedia as well, which is That's interesting, it. but yeah. That's like the Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Still, considering that the device is meant to read books and it allows you to get to the internet, that's to me bonus. Cool, cool that's enough. A bonus. Yeah, yeah. and you're not paying anything for the service, right? Mm, I'm yeah, not exactly, exactly. going to rail against Amazon for going. Oh, wait a second, this is costing us a lot of money. Uh-huh. <laughs> Stop that and buy books. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially was, if there are websites that have transcribed books to them. That would be hilarious. Well, it wouldn't <laughs> even surprise me if somebody had found some way to like, hack it and turn it into a Wi-Fi hotspot. Right. And we're, we're sponging raw data through to their computer or something. There's, there's a maker community out there that's reverse engineered it probably and is using the hell out of it. So. I'm sure. Absolutely. This is why we can't have nice things. Exactly. All right. So they're still complaining about buffering. All I can tell you is... We're, we're good. We're, we're sending the, <laughs> the audio to yous. It is the internet. Yes, it is the interwebs. Yeah. Uh, all I can say is we'll have the uh, archive posted shortly after going off the air. Yeah. There you go. Sorry. We'll do our best to get you your crack. So this, this <laughs> next one is close to my heart because I actually watched it unfold in real time. Okay. Um, oh, yes. I'm a regular consumer of Reddit. Uh-huh. So it makes me a Redditor. Redditor. And so... <laughs> If you haven't paid attention, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Which, by the way, I love their stuff. But I, I can't... I can't go anymore. I can't go anymore. I never liked their sandwiches, so apparently I was just ahead of the curve here. <laughs> Chick-fil-A is a regional chicken sandwich and chicken meal vendor that 
um, run by a, a, a very religious family. Mm-hmm. Um, so you always notice here that they're never open on oh, Sundays. Never open on Sundays. So they have routinely donated to um, basically anti-gay um, organizations. Yeah. Stop marriage type right. organization, basically, that type of stuff. Trying to stop the equality in marriage right. acts everywhere. Exactly. It came to a head recently where basically the CEO and owner, you know, made statements along the lines of, yeah, guilty as charged. We are violently anti-gay marriage mm-hmm. and we will continue to uh, donate, so. do, donate money to these causes to be against them. So lots of backlash from the interweb saying basically, okay, well, okay, I guess we won't be giving you any of our money and anymore. And from a we, certain mayor. The mayor of Boston. Yeah, Boston took it. Basically to <laughs> took it to him saying, um, don't even bother trying to locate one of your stories here because you are not welcome. We do not support right. bigotry in our city. Yep. Um, but the Go for you. the more entertaining thing was the really lame and transparent attempts by their PR firm to try and do spin control on Facebook. Yeah. Overwhelming. Yeah, and that account quickly went away once it was called the carpet. Yeah. So, so this is from Forbes.com. Chick-fil-A has completely lost control of its Facebook page. Eat less chicken is the cry bouncing around the social media echo chamber thanks to Chick-fil-A's epic bungling of its messaging around gay marriage and the number of, his, uh, of around gay marriage. Lesson learned. Don't try to fool consumers on the internet if yeah. you don't have a grasp of how that technology works. <laughs> it's a matter. They show you the, the Facebook chain. Basically, uh, this alleged person, Abby Farley, jumps in to the vitriol extreme and yeah. says, they were complaining about Jim Henson Company basically said to Chick-fil-A, we're done. screw you, we're done, our relationship is over. And then signs started appearing in Chick-fil-A stores that the Jim Henson toys had been recalled for safety reasons. Oh, jeez. Yes, which... Uh-uh. Which is completely BS. And, but this, this Abby Farley was saying, uh, that was taken weeks ago before any of this you know, broke uh-huh. out. The, and she's got like, she got two comments into this yeah. chain before someone posted a picture from the stock photo department saying... Pretty redhead teenager, isolated on white smiling stock photo, 3114967 right. from Shutterstock. <laughs> it's basically, it's the picture. Here you go. And here's when your account was created, and, then, and boom, boom, boom. You should yeah. probably not do this from an eight hour old account. Yeah. <laughs> I have nothing bad to say about their sandwiches. Their sandwiches are delicious. Their product is fine. Their, their philosophy product is great. Their philosophy is what needs some work. Yeah. So, yeah. And I will vote with my wallet. Exactly. Sad, but true. Yep. What are you going to do? There you go. Well, I mean, the other thing I saw on Reddit was the picture of the KFC sign. Delicious chicken with no hate. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. That is awesome. Uh. Yeah. Well, I have, I, and I don't know if I want to say this, but anyways, I do. My favorite was the one about George R. R. Martin. Go for it. So basically, George R. R. Martin is, you know, getting a lot of flack for all the sex he's having in he's his. He's definitely getting questions Game about of Thrones, it. especially um, HBO series. Yes, his HBO series, Game of Thrones, because there's a lot of sex involved in it. No, so, really? Uh, just a little bit. Well, I know we had a, a friend of ours who was trying to get his oh, yeah. wife to watch <laughs> it, and uh, without fail, every time she'd walk in was during a sex scene. She's like, "What is this show about?" Every time I walk in, there's people banging. And he's like. <laughs> No, I swear, there's a story here. There's other stuff going on. <laughs> it's not just this, I swear. But apparently he's, he is 
getting asked, you know, why do you have so much of it on the show um, and on television? So here's what his quote was, and I love his quote. It basically says, I can describe an axe entering a human skull in great explicit detail, and no one will blink twice about it. I provide a similar description, just of a penis entering a vagina and I get letters about it and people swearing off he said to my mind this is kind of frustrating it's madness ultimately in the history of the world penises entering vaginas have given a lot of people a lot of pleasure axes entering skulls well not so much (laughs) so that's his quote of why there is sex in his movies no there's sex in his books and there's sex in his TV because there's sex in the real world exactly This is, I I hate our puritanical roots in this country because we are so divorced from reality. Yeah, in the way we say the world is and the world should be versus how the exposures to a hardcore fantasy in terms of he didn't pull punches with his descriptions of violence. He didn't pull punches with his description of sex. He didn't pull punches really at all in the book. You will kill your favorite character without blinking an eye. And, and because of that, you know, it's maybe just people have to adjust to that style of, yes, it's a world that has some level of magic and it's a fantastical world, but, but also a brutal stuff world. happens in it and it's still modeled again the real world so yeah it's it, you know get over it <laughs> it's a really good story get over no, I think, it I think that kind of reaction to, to me just, just highlights how divorced from reality we can become in this society oh yeah saying, there's, there's too much sex in there and wait a second maybe there's Look not around enough the sex real in your world. life yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all around you you deny it yeah. and you say it ain't so but it is so. And honestly, there's no such thing as too much sex. So <laughs> let's, let's be honest here. As long here. as you're hydrating. <laughs> Keep those electrolytes up. It's important. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines from American Dad. <laughs> Do you ever see that? No. Where Patrick Stewart's playing he's the awesome. Stan's boss, right. and he comes down. He's like, "Stan, I hope you have some Gatorade in your refrigerator because I just deposited a bunch of electrolytes in your daughter." <laughs> <laughs> I'm paraphrasing that quote, but nonetheless, oh, it's so good. <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. Uh. All right, so we kind of said we were going to talk about this during last segment, so we'll talk about it now. Batman. Dark Knight Rises. Mm. Yes. Uh, Go see it. We've all seen it. And I would say, for me, the best way I can describe it, it's epic on the scale of like Ben-Hur, Ten Commandments style epic when I look at it because of just how sweeping of a movie it was. Yes. And, but, it has to, but it's been couched in the terms of this, today's audiences won't sit through a four and a half hour real epic. Right. I mean, when was the last time you went to a movie that had an intermission? Oh, yeah, no. Last one I saw was Gandhi. Right. Um, So it's long by today's movie's terms, um, but they do cram a lot of content in there. It's fast, but yeah. And it's fast, and it's not fast. It's fast fast for the scope that what they've covered. It's a long movie, but it's still, it's a very sweeping Look, they go a lot of time and distance in it. A lot of, t- I mean, six months, six or, months so or so yeah. passes during the time frame. Right. And, which is, to me, what was I liked that about mm-hmm. it. Because a lot of times they'll, I mean, look at The Empire Strikes Back. Sure. Yeah. How long did Luke Skywalker 
actually spend training with Yoda? Not long. A couple of weeks? Yeah. Tops? And yet, at the beginning of the next movie, he's, he's a freaking uh, Jedi. Yes, he's amazing. Well, there's obviously some time. He spent some solo meditation time in there. But still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Basically, by the end of Empire, he is able to give a decent fight against Vader. Right. Stand his own for a little bit before the whole ouchy thing. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Vader was basically toying with him the whole time. Right. right. But this one gives you a more realistic time yeah. frame of, which allows them to service the original Bane story. And I don't think we're mm-hmm. revealing right. any massive spoilers here. The original Bane story was basically Bane breaking Bruce Wayne's back. Yes. Right. Which gave them time for Bruce to be out of the picture and have the whole Azrael storyline in the comics in the comics yeah where another guy took over the cowl and went evil eventually that's that's not what happens in the movie yeah we'll we'll cover the the, the right. specifics on it at a later date right. i'm sure next once, week once go people. see it or yeah. <laughs> you got one week you got time. one yeah. week people <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's all over the trailers where i mean they have the whole thing with bane throwing away the broken cowls yeah. it's, it's no yeah, secret very that, that they know, have a very iconic stuff big, yeah Go at each other, and you know Bruce is not having a good day. Yeah, it was to, again just to try to stay high level. Mm-hmm. It was acting was great. If you put Leonardo DiCaprio in it, you would have had the cast from Inception, basically. Ellen Page wasn't there as well, or whatever the girl's name is. But uh, nonetheless, it still was. It's you really know, good. Nolan likes certain people, and he brings them into all their movies. Um, they did a really great job with the actors. You're, they did a great job having Bane um, come after Heath Ledger's performance of the Joker. I mm-hmm. think he's yeah. established himself as a viable, definitely viable villain and did it in his own right that uh, gave him a separation from, from what Heath Ledger did in the last film. Yeah, because Heath Ledger was, you know, his Joker character was insane. Right. Yes. And they really did a great job in the Dark Knight of spelling that out where they he was out of his freaking mind. Mm-hmm. And the whole some men just want to watch the world burn line yes. really summed him up. Right. Yes. They held the whole bit where you know the, the typical motivation of the villain is monetary mm, gain. Right. And they just have him you know, burn the pile of money and say, this is not what I'm about. Right. Um, Tom Hardy's Bane Mm-hmm. is not insane. Nope. He is stone cold sober. Yep. He is level-headed and just methodical mm-hmm. about getting his job done as efficiently as possible and is completely brutal, mm-hmm. but not in a crazy way. So what is the shortest distance yeah. between two points? Through your skull. Okay, then I'm going through your skull. Right. And there will be very little emotion involved in it because you're you're in my way, right? Yeah. And I got a job to do, and the job is brutal, and so am I. So they did they did address the problems. He was, he was understandable. You could hear understand what he yeah. was saying. Uh, Funny. Uh, oh. Although I would have to say that even though he was understandable, the one thing negative thing I had to say about the movie is I hated his voice. It was annoying. It was it, it was over the top. It was it was a little annoying, but other than that, it was. 
It was the oh, wrong one. It was. It was the God voice. It wasn't even the God voice. It was just like a grumbly, mumbly voice, yeah. and yeah, that was the one thing that I, I kind of know what they were negatively. going for, but I don't think they they quite know. I, ex- I actually, because funny enough, I found him at least intelligible throughout the whole movie. If I have any issue with the movie, it was there was parts where the music was so loud ah, it yes. drowned out other people's talking, except for his, yeah. because I think they enhanced his. <laughs> so it was that, and it wasn't a major issue. It was just one of those things where a couple times every movie i was like what the hell did that guy just say <laughs> because it's like done done you know the big orchestral mm-hmm. set is going on in the middle of it and uh you know there's even there's a couple parts to it where you kind of look at it and you go it's a comic book we're gonna let that stuff fly we're yeah. not gonna question mm-hmm. the exactly physics in this point we'll just <laughs> go with this and it's good enough of a movie that it was really secondary stuff that yeah just minor minor stuff Worth the time to go see. Worth the time to go see an IMAX. If Catwoman you have the means. was even great. Oh yeah, don't call her Catwoman. Oh whatever. Selena they Kyle never called her Catwoman. Once they make in mention the she's movie. a cat burglar, right. but that's a yeah. Selena. But Kyle. I rather like the fact that they didn't never called her Catwoman. She wasn't no. a super villain. She was out for herself and was a very believable character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, great, you know, con artist style yeah. character. Mm-hmm. Which is the root of the Catwoman right. character, right. but I, I like the fact that, like, they kind of held the, the through line of from Batman Begins. Of, yeah. let's, let's ground this in the real yeah. world. Real world. And in the real Absolutely. world, not everybody is has a, a nickname. Yeah. they never called Two Face. Two Face. Right. Exactly. They never called. I mean, they called the Joker the Joker because he self-identified. Yeah, that. that's all he was with, with his calling card. Right. You never knew. Right. And Bane was Bane because that was just the name he was given. Right. Um, it was. Of course. I mean, they, they'll, they'll, of never, course. they'll never let Batman rest. No. No. Poor um, Batman. He never gets a break. I know. Like, I just want some time off. <laughs> um, Christ. But yeah, it was. Uh, I think they borrowed enough little bits from Frank Miller mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the fanboys to be satisfied. Yes, sure. I think it's so. It's not, you know, it's not really the Dark Knight Returns, but no. it's got bits and chunks there that are kind of kind of nods to to the Miller franchise and it was just really well done i mean it, it was the story was amazing i really liked the story i think the story they told with the even the individual character stories that they told i think were really good and yeah. solid yeah so without it's really hard to talk about this movie without, without spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> yeah yeah we don't want to be too specific yeah. but because of the way the last movie ended and he's also just kind of down because the love of his life was murdered in the last movie. Right. So he's just kind of wallowing in it from a psychological standpoint and from a physical standpoint. I was like, I can barely walk because my knee has been trashed. I have no cartilage left in my body. And my will to live is just barely hanging on because I done got my girlfriend blowed up. Mm. Yeah. So he starts from a very low point. And so the whole idea of you know, rising from that point, yeah. thus the title. Yep. Well, so we can probably just start spoiling it because the stream apparently died. <laughs> so <laughs> people will eventually be listening. Yes. Let's just go all the way. No. Superman comes in at the end. <laughs> Damn it! Oh. <laughs> Though Nolan is executive He's producer on the Man of Steel. Which we caught the preview for it in front of. It's a teaser. Which was a teaser trailer, I should say. Yeah, the only, you mean they, they basically have... A voiceover of you know, young Clark Kent running around with a, a fake cape, fake cape, and, and they have the one shot of you know Superman you know, yeah. breaking the sound barrier. I really, I don't know if I can handle another origin origin story. 
I'm really burnt out on yeah. superhero yeah. origin stories. That's one of the reasons I love the Avengers because I didn't have to put up with any origin stories during it. Well, that was the beauty of it. They took care of all that right. crap separately. Right. But I'm, I, to me, I'm just at that point now where I don't know, if, especially Superman, because I never really liked Superman. So to watch him be Clark Kent and growing up on the farm or wherever they go with it, yeah, it's like, I don't care. I hate him. I like the fact that they hate him. <laughs> I hate him. Uh, you're the diet cook of evil. Just one cup. Exactly. Not evil enough. Um, I like the little bit I've seen where they. He's not the big Boy Scout. Because every other iteration of Superman, he has been the Boy Scout. He's that's always the Boy Scout. That's Superman. Apparently, Superman not, not so Scout. much in this one. Apparently, this one, he is really feeling his alienness. He really does not feel a part of the world. And this origin story is probably more about him deciding to be a Boy Scout. <laughs> <laughs> Likely, yes. An Eagle Scout, even. Well, I mean, that was one of the things I liked best about a lot of the, the Batman-Superman crossovers. Yeah. Like, like the Frank Miller stuff sure. was... You had, the, you had the vigilante and the Boy Scout. Boy Scout and their interact. They even did a great job of that in the Justice League cartoons. Oh yeah. yeah, they had a lot of times where they had really big disagreements, and mm-hmm. they did a good job of each side kind of having valid points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and Wonder Woman always stuck in the middle. Not really. <laughs> what a horrible place to be stuck in. Superman in between wants Batman and Superman. Superman wants Diana. Diana wants Bruce, and Bruce is like, I don't want anybody. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't, I didn't have the sense that Diana was going for Bruce. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's and, always been more, Oh, she's always wanted Batman. She's always been more interested in Batman than Superman. Really? Yeah. yeah. To the point and she's always been like I'm I I fight crime. I don't have time for this love crap. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just so, gets in the way. Yeah. Just gets in the way. So. That's, that's a recurring theme with with good old Bruce. Oh yeah. Yeah. But that's, I digress. All right. You should be warming up your copies of Skype at this point. And get ready to point them at VTW Shows. Or you can go to the front page of VTWProductions.com. Look in the lower right-hand corner for the I'm Online icon and click on that to dial. We've got ideas we'd like to solicit for you from stuff you'd like to see in an iOS or Android app for Versus the World Productions. And other than that, just open phones. Bring it on after this next break. We shall return right after this.
this is Will Wheaton from Radio Free Burrito, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds with opinions. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com, for a slightly abbreviated final segment, just because we ran a little long. Just a tad. Just a bit. A wee skosh. All right, so if you've got the time and you've got the Skype, dial in now. Today is the day you can talk about whatever the hell you want and or give us suggestions for stuff you'd love to see in a Versus the World app to ease your listening pleasure. And the Skype icon with the fro is calling. Uh-oh. Sakani. Oh, hey. Ah. My first? Oh, fro. You be I'm not first. Used to being the first one on here. Numero uno. uno. Numero uno. Afro Samurai. <laughs> You're the number one. What up? Okay. Greetings. Um, I just want to say, first of all, this is a a bit off topic. Actually, a lot off topic. We have um, no topics. So we have we're fine. fine. <laughs> oh, okay. All topics cool. are good topics. <laughs> okay. Well, this topic is a um, kind of a sad topic. Uh oh. The problem is, um, as you. Oh, no, I was looking forward to going to um, PAX Prime. I even got my passes in the mail yesterday. Yes! Which is... Unfortunately, I will not be able to use them. Aww. Yeah, the, the combination of, no, my sister slash roommate losing their job and Ooh. my brother and my brother wrecking my car. Ooh. Yeah. I Me, will personally I... drive to Palm Springs and bitch slap him for you. <laughs> Uh, what can you give me a ride to the? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Save the bitch slapping. I just want the ride. <laughs> I, yeah. anyway. I won't know if I'm doing packs until the end of the day tomorrow. So ask again. Well, and we're short tickets too, so we'll yeah. see. We'll see how that all works out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Point being, no, I won't be able to use mine. So I have a um, a well, not a three day one because they'll sell out so fast. But I have one Friday pass, one Saturday pass, and one Sunday pass. Oh my God. Um, yeah, which I will not be able to use. So um, I was wondering, do you have any suggestions for what I should do with those? Well, ask me again at the end of the day tomorrow because we had seven people lined up to go and then later they turned around and said, oh, well, as of this year, uh, we only give you guys five passes. Right. So, well, will you let us buy two more? So, oh, no, those sold out before we started issuing media passes. Thanks, guys. That's absolutely the correct order to do that in. Yeah, yeah, um, that was awesome. So I, I will happily uh, buy those off of you um, if I wind up going, which I won't know until the end of the day tomorrow. So in short, I'll check with you probably Tuesday morning. Okay, great. And just one more thing. No shameless self-promotion here. Bring it on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my um, favorite podcast because I host it, uh, BGM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. BGM episode 50 is going up very shortly. I'm almost done editing with it, and it will be uploaded within the next hour or two. And this is, like I said, this is a big one. This is one where a bunch of people all called in, contributed, sent me submissions, and it's going to be a big deal. Awesome. I think awesome. you'll all like it. If you um, happen to like hearing your own voice, you're going to love this one. <laughs> oh, God, no. I, wouldn't oh, God, ha- I would never want to have my voice recorded. What are you talking about? I know, uh, seriously. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Especially saying crazy things like we say on the show. What? <laughs> it wasn't that crazy, you know, except for stuff Dax has said, but you know, we'll get past that. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, standard if you, crazy. If, if you want the crazy stuff, you need to work on your accent. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> 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 well, 
uh, make them. I can only do a um, uh, South Black African accent, and it doesn't work that well. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Seems like speak Kalahari Bushman or something. Like lots of glottal stops and. <laughs> I will have to say Sub that's mommy? probably my least favorite. Sub Breezy Dex Seezy, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That's South LA is what that is. Yeah. Right? <laughs> something like that. That's all I got. South something. <laughs> well, it's sad you're not going to be able to come and come bummed. to PAX. That's... I was happy I got to see yeah. you at the Nertacular. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I was so looking forward to it. It's going to be my first time going and just... Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll send you swag. Yeah, oh, and All make right. sure, well, you know, and save up for next year. Yeah. I'm doing that now. <laughs> or, or PAX East, for that matter. Yeah. Well, I don't know about PAX East. That's a long trip, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Across the country, unfortunately. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I've got anyway. a, uh, a set of brothers that live very near there that I can oh, there you go. shack up with and use their car and that kind of thing and probably talk one of them into actually being interested in attending himself. So mm. we shall see. Cool. All right. Well, anyway, I'm going to um, get off here. I'm going to cede the line to Mr. Darhas, who has been patiently waiting for his turn to comment. Yeah. All right. All right. Take care, man. Bye. Greetings, Darhas. You're on the air. What up? Hello. uh, Not much. What is your uh, desire to comment on today? My question for you guys is, what is just the biggest disappointment you've ever had in any type of medium something you were so hyped for you have to be excited Ooh. for it, that it just let you down so hard birds okay. highlander two Ooh, that's pretty oh, good yeah that is that's a good really one. good i'll go um, wing commander oh yeah i loved the games and the movie was horrible horrible <laughs> What was the other movie that we saw that we were really excited? Dungeons and Dragons. That, <laughs> yes. Pretty terrible, too. That was pretty I don't know terrible. if I was hyped as much as I was for Wing Commander, but yeah. Yeah, that's true. That was pretty bad. What about you? What's yours, Darhus? Uh, Banjo and Kazooie, Nuts and Bolts. Oh, uh, yeah. Because yeah. that's not a Banjo and Kazooie game. Right. No. It was a decent game all on its own, but... Just didn't need to have the Banjo Kazooie name on it. Yeah, it could have been something else, but... Why you got to bring in Banjo-Kazooie? Right. They do that to a lot of things. Yeah, there's a number of, of movies and, and things that would have been good on their own, but suffered because they had baggage, like the Starship Troopers movie. Yes, that was it. If it had been called something other than Starship Troopers, right. I would have enjoyed it a lot more. Because it was a fun, dumb action yeah. movie with a, you know, the interesting twist of yeah, the Yeah, they called it like Bug Hunt. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. Because... Starship Troopers is an awesome book. Right. And apparently the most recent uh, CGI animated movie yeah. is supposed to be much closer to the book and better than any of the uh, you know, straight-to-video or live-action ones. Right. Um, we'll see how huh. that actually turns out. But yeah, there's lots of stuff out there that, that just don't call it iRobot and don't call it... Starship Troopers, right. and they're much better just as generic movie about robots or generic movie about bugs. You, you can but you see, sh- that's how they rope you in. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a movie adaptation of a very good book. Let's go see it. And it's not. I, I why did I just watch? A strong case for Duke Nukem Forever. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed Duke Nukem 3D. That's so. true. 
Oh, well. Deep sadness. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for bringing yeah, the show down, Dar. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> Take Sorry care. for being a daddy. <laughs> daddy You're welcome anytime. Let's go back to the discussion of whether I'm a witch or not. Here we are. Welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? This is Agri SSW. Hey. Booyah. Want to get it out of the way? Shout out to my lovely girlfriend, Ambrosia Hartnett. And, ooh. Damn, that's loud. What was that? That's, what it was me adding uh, someone else to oh, the okay. call. Oh, and like, oh. Enough, they got a lot of background noise. Gotcha. Background noise for the loss. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So One at a time. One at a time. What, uh, <laughs> what do you want to talk about today there, Agri SSW? Uh, I want to talk about some, uh, one of my favorite events that happens every four years, which is the Olympic Games. Oh, yeah. Ah. Currently ongoing. What did you think of the opening ceremonies, if you got a chance to watch those? Uh, I was very excited. I uh, saw the opening ceremony. It was very different, uh, just like how it is every four years or every mm-hmm. two years uh, from uh, summer to winter games. Right. Uh, I liked it. You know, my Both my mother and my uh, girlfriend thought that the uh, Beijing uh, opening ceremony four years ago was much more spectacular. And I'm like, well... <laughs> you know, it's kind of you're kind of comparing apples and oranges, there. right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the way I feel. I mean, China put in a ton of money for that opening, and it showed. Oh yeah, they so. did. So it's like, hmm, everything after that's going to be a little, you know, all right. Well, not sure, as it, extravagant. We, we had an, we had an army of uh, Mary Poppinses fighting Voldemort. Yeah, this is true. Good. That was fun. I didn't know um, they had drugs yeah. that good in the UK. <laughs> I, I did like the, uh, the whole uh, uh, transition from like, the simple times to the industrial age. That was really cool. Yeah. The forging of the rings. Like, oh, Lord yeah, of the Rings cool. now? Like, is this hmm. Mount Doom? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I, was thinking, like, I, had, I had a Lord of the Rings moment there. Like, wait a minute. One, one of those <laughs> rings rules them well, all. Exactly. <laughs> I say it's the gold one. Uh, yes. Yeah. But um, uh, so what's oh, your uh, what's your most looked forward to event then of the Olympics? Oh uh, well, I actually uh, for for years though my I've always watched the Olympics with my mother. Uh, it's just something we always did every four years or every two years depending on the games. Uh, for the summer games, we always looked forward to gymnastics. That was yeah. our favorite event to watch. It was just the uh, point, the, point, the floor point. exercise, the pommel horse, the uneven bars, the high bar. Those are all. It's it's always so so amazing just watch these athletes just go just go out yeah. there and perform. Usually flawlessly, it's it's heartbreaking when you see somebody just they miss time, they miss step, or they just completely the miss it and, defeat. And, yeah. and, yeah. and hit hard. But uh, lately, though, uh, I have uh, a new liking for other events because of uh, of the things I've been introduced to by my girlfriend since we took a swimming class, and she was in uh, when she was in high school, she was on her polo team. So I have a newfound. Oh. Liking for the swimming competition. Uh, I have a new. I'm watch, currently watching the uh, men's polo team uh, take on. I have no idea what country that is off the top yeah. of my head. Uh, that's. Um, so I'm watching that. She just sent me a message side saying that, hey, you know, pay attention to that match because I might drag you to some beginner polo classes. I'm like, oh, sounds fun. Oh, until you <laughs> play polo, because I played some polo in high school. Until you play polo, you have no idea how much cardio you need to do that. It is <laughs> unbelievable. Because <laughs> you're just treading oh, water no. the entire time. And yeah. then you're expected I, to like burst into action while you're treading water the entire time. <laughs> the question I have for you guys then uh, on this topic is, what are your favorite events, or do you even watch the Olympics? I watch them. Um, my favorites are, I like gymnastics a lot, but for me is the uh, high dive. 
Ah. Uh, yeah, the high dives are really nice. Um, I really enjoy gymnastics, which is kind of funny because I just was listening to a radio show where they were talking about how gymnastics pretty much doesn't exist the rest of the year until you're there basically in the right. Olympics. At least on a broadcast. Yeah, you know, very few people watch it as compared to like soccer, football, and so on. But um, I love the gymnastics. I also really like the the swimming, but it's got to be... The shorter ones. Yeah, the quick, like, like 200 quick meter. 200 meter. Yeah. The, mm. the butterflies. I love the butterflies because that's really, <laughs> that takes a that, lot of. It does. Yeah, that's a, a hard skill. That's do. a lot of skill right there. So I like things like that. Yep. Mad skills. Um, I'm sports agnostic, so. No. Okay. Got it. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I kind of vaguely aware that sports exist. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I don't deny their existence, but. I don't worship. Okay. You don't participate. No. Got it. All right, Agrius, I'm going to kick you to the curb. Bye-bye. Thanks for having me, guys. Take care, man. Take care. Now I'm going to try and reestablish a link with... Uh, the noisy one? The noisy one. <laughs> the Pussar. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's Pussar. I turned her into a newt. That's probably what the she noise was. She turned me into a newt. newt. Yeah. I got better. I got, I got better. better. <laughs> hey there, mead lady. What's up? Um, not a lot, actually. I was just wondering, how much does Thaxa weigh? <laughs> okay, I need a little background on this sudden, out of the, out of nowhere question. She weighs. Well, she weighs. Lot. She's, she's testing she, for a witch. She weighs one Daxa. Yes, I do weigh one. Yeah, Daxa. but the, but is is one Daxa more or less than a rubber duck? It's, it's she, more than a rubber duck. She's one metric duck. What is the size of the rubber duck? That's what I said. It has yeah. to be a huge rubber duck. Yeah. It has Depends to be on at the least duck. A, it has to be a five foot four du- or, rubber duck. Or like mecha duck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even touching I that. I would right. see that happen, actually. We need you guys to test how much does Daxa actually weigh. You need to test her against a rubber duck. Very small rocks. Churches. Churches. Oh, very small rocks. Yes. There you go. So. All right. We'll, I, we'll get yes. on that. <laughs> we'll yeah. build a contraption. We'll get right on that. <laughs> yes. Unless right Daxa drink, turns them into frogs. Yes. All five <laughs> gallons of the mead that's currently fermenting. There you go. That, yeah. Does she weigh more than the mead? That's ah. the question. <laughs> Before or after she drinks it all. Right. <laughs> You're a very strange <laughs> Nordic person, and I'm going to hang up on you now. Ha ha. Oh, <gasps> man. That was it? That was brutal. We I was, gonna, I was actually going to... St- Starting with the, the you can't show the mead on camera and not share. <laughs> but you just blew her away. You just wow. made her go away. Calm That's down. rude. I, Calm I'm the witch and I don't even do that. Oh, man. Calm yourself. Okay. She immediately called back anyway. She's a stalker. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. So. Or oh, maybe I, I'm not done with questions. You see, ah, I, see, I, see, no, I, see. I have a question for you. Next question. Bring it. When does the narwhal bacon? Midnight. I applaud. I applaud you. I applaud you, good sir. I applaud you. The narwhal bacon's at midnight. Of course. It, I mean, give me a hard one. This is how we. This is how we find Hando, each other out in the wild. Trail and Dax are looking point? at me like I just sprouted an extra head. <laughs> no, they're not redditors. They don't understand. Yeah. No, oh, they they won't there. understand. They may understand in the future, but not now. Yeah. Actually, Hando requested that I read him a story. So I have read, I have actually made a story just for Hando. May I read it? You may read it, sure. We have a few minutes left. Go for it. Once upon a time, there was a man. Things happened. The end. 
Wow. Great story. It's yeah. a, it has a beginning. I'm a little con- unclear on his motivation, though, there. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure that the, the, yeah, the, no, the, the Dinois is kind of lacking a bit. Yeah, there. I mean, he started off very strong, but then he seemed to lose his confidence for no reason. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that yeah, and- it was a, it was a bit <laughs> rushed. I'm, I'm sorry about that detail, but I hope you really enjoyed it. That's great. I, I, I did, however, enjoy your story that you posted on the um, oh the writing, the writing contest. Yeah. yes, that was good. That was awesome. good. Oh yes, you should definitely go and vote for them. <laughs> I only got three votes. I need more votes. That's right. More dots. I was probably one of the three votes. <laughs> you should all go to the entertainment forum and click on the vote here for the zombie story topic, and you should definitely vote for me. It was good. They go. were really good stories. Yeah, you guys definitely need to go on there. I enjoyed the second one I made. Yeah, they were both good. Hmm. Hmm. You're very strange. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm going to make room for one more before we call it a day here. All so right. be well. Poof. Bye-bye. And welcome to Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? This is Take Priests. Ah, uh, see, we bring you an accent, another accent. I was yeah. Kassar has an accent. Yes, but Tech Priest is a dude. So? <laughs> <laughs> Accents transcend Accents gender. Accents transcend gender. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is your interest today, Tech Priest? None really. Kope asked me to call in so Dax I could hear my accent. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, that was awesome. So can you, can you go get your local phone directory and start know, reading seriously. things at random? Exactly. Well, is there anything you want to talk about? Uh, no, not really. Not really? <laughs> have you seen The Dark Knight? Yes, I've seen it. I've seen it twice now. Oh. Wow. So I hated it, apparently. Yeah, yeah it's terrible. Awful. Never, yeah, never again. Um, yeah, I saw it with my little brother on Friday and with some friends for my birthday yesterday. Nice. Awesome. And obviously, if you saw it two times, you, you approve and, and found it entertaining? Yeah, I think it's really good, actually. I like it. So a suitable ending to a really good trio? Yeah, trio. yeah I thought they, uh, not the all story threads together very nicely at the end. Mm-hmm. And I mean, bring the closing to it. You consider, you look at the other, you know, trilogy movies out there. So on yeah. one hand, you have Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Sure. They pulled it off. On the other hand, you have the original Spider-Mans. Right. Where they basically progressively got Lost worse it. and worse yeah. and worse. So I would posit that it's the rare series that maintains its quality across all three movies or four movies they're more the exception yeah. than the rule yeah mm-hmm. so yeah i, I, I was ready to, i was ready true. to be disappointed by this and i was glad that i was not yes no it was definitely yeah. a good ending i think it was a good tie-up i had a friend that hypothesized that it was better than the original star wars trilogy and i said that's comparing apples to oranges yeah it's different genres it's not the same space but opera is i not would put it up hero. there with one of the best trilogies of yes. all time for sure definitely really i mean in in the environment that is hollywood it is i think it is hard for them to really maintain that quality yeah um to keep the cast together, to obviously expand yeah. the budget, every movie. Well, because I mean, we were comparing it to Lord of the Rings, and you got to remember, Lord of the Rings, they shot it all, all at once. Together, all at yeah. Once. yeah. Which I think made a huge difference. Right. Cohesive story and everything, yeah. yes, absolutely. And you know, the, the, didn't change the teams. It was basically the same team yeah. through point. I think they basically maintained the same production team throughout on this one as well. 
I was also very happy to see that um, Hellboy 3 may be back on track. Really? Because hmm. Oh, Del- interesting. Del Toro had originally said no, and then at Comic-Con and is, had done kind of about face and saying, well, we're going to see if we can make this happen. Because Ron Perlman had said, I'm done with the role. Yeah. Right. And then we had read that story about him getting into right. the gear for the Make-A-Wish kid. Right. And basically because of that experience, he's kind of said, maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'll I'm not done again. with this role as I thought I was. So there's hope that they they may be able to conclude their story that they set up in Hellboy Two, hmm. and that was really cute, by the way. That was very sweet, though. Oh yeah. Well, along with also um, Batman going to see the Batman, not Batman. Ah, uh, Batman. Christian Bale. Christian Bale going to see the um, the victims yeah, of the yeah. Aurora. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I saw a photo. Of yeah. That was cool. That was nice. That was nice. He of did him that too. on his yeah. own, so that was cool. It's a nice thing to do. All right. All right. We need to wrap it up because Emperor's Court is banging on the door. So thank you for calling in, Tech Priest, and Bye-bye, Tech gracing Priest. Daxa with your sultry foreign accent. Mm-hmm. It was my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, she's, pleasure was all mine. She's yeah. vibrating. It's, it's awesome to hold. <laughs> Take care. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Oh, I cut him off. Didn't mean to. Nope. All right. So you have been listening to. Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Take a moment to thank all the volunteers for our research team, the graphical team, the audio team. Thank you to The Rock for recently taking a lot of the 24-7 server uh, responsibilities off my shoulders. Biomed Alchemist for maintaining the Shoutcast servers. You can find us on Facebook. Search for Casually Hardcore or Versus the World Productions or just VTW Productions. Download our sexy new iOS app. Get it on, oh my, lots of t-shirts on the Spreadshirt store. Follow the link from the Casually Hardcore page. Ursa Heel has been busy, busy, busy making lots of shirts and all kinds of mugs and bags and all kinds of fun stuff that the Spreadshirt people have to offer. Remember, if you buy from Amazon, and who doesn't, Take a moment to begin your search from the widgets on the Casual Hardcore page, and we will get a little cut of everything. Yep. No extra cost to you. Nothing. There's different. one there for the EU people and one there for the US people. We greatly appreciate anything you can do to help. Uh, helps us do things like traveling to the aforementioned PAX Prime. You can follow us on Twitter, Alpha Geek Radio, VTW Productions, Gnomewise, Izzy Grail, DaxaCH, Gwinora, or IL8 underscore CH. You can email us at ch at vtwproductions.com. Subscribe to our sister feeds, Alpha Geek Radio and Alpha Geek Interviews. And coming up next, The Emperor's Court, your three-hour break, usually more like four, four and a half, the way they roll over there. Break from internet porn. They are made of complete awesome and win. And they're coming up next, live on Versus the World Radio. I have been Gnomewise. I have been Dexa. And I've been Grail. We have been Hardcore. (laughs) And we are out of here. Take care. Bye-bye, radio people. Bombadida, 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 bombadida,